Columbia, Missouri, right in the middle of, of, of Missouri, right in the middle of the map, bro. Columbia, Missouri is about it's about uh, an hour and a half from KC and about two hours or so from from St. Louis is the home of the Tigers. Word. Como. All right. Como, as it, as it is affectionately known. Now, JB, um, tell me a little bit about your childhood growing up in Columbia, Missouri. So, man, you know, it, it, it started out, bro, where, I, you know, I didn't even really know how, how you know, how much our back was against the wall as far as, you know, how, how financially strapped we was. You know, we was just kids. So we didn't know the difference in what we didn't have and what others did have. Um, as I got older, I realized, you know, it, it was a struggle, bro. We, we, had, we had struggles, you know, um, food bank lines. Um, Salvation Army lines for, for school clothes and you know what I mean it was it was tough bro we you know we moved probably seven or eight times in my in my childhood you know we was never you know we we had homes and, and roofs but it was never a stable thing when we grew up in a house you know what I mean it was we moved we moved so it was tough bro but like I say it was it, it was what it was you know I didn't I didn't really know any different until I got old Word. So we made it. We made it work. Okay. All right. Now, you said you moved around um, quite a bit as a young person. Um, are there any memories from any one particular neighborhood or some neighborhoods? Some of the people that you met in those neighborhoods. Anybody, any any good memories from some of those neighborhoods and some of the people in the neighborhood? So, I gotta say two of them, bro. One is the creek, you know, Bear Creek. When I, I was uh, tell people about the creek. If they don't know about the creek, they it, let baby. them know about the creek. <laughs> let them know about Boulevard. the Boulevard, right off Andrews. So, so you know, I think I was second grade, third grade, fourth grade, bro. We lived there maybe three years, bro. And when I lived there, I'm talking about everybody from the hood. That I grew up with lived there. It was packed with with, 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 with with our people. You know what I mean? It was packed, bro. So that was good memories, bro. My next door neighbor was Andre Rowland. Rest, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, and little Chris, little Tien. Um, bro, you know, Chris, Chris Sled and, and, and Blake and them live right up the street. TC and Ivory lived across the street. A couple, you know, it was just, it was packed with friends, bro. We had, we had a a good group of, of, of kids our age, bro, that was great memories, man. And then, you know, the second place is my home, bro, Lincoln and Unity. Um, that was that was where I was made, bro. You know, that was where I was made. There's Lincoln Unity. That, that, that was the spot. Okay. All right. And we're going to get into um, how you were made a little bit later into the interview. Um, now, as we're talking about growing up, uh, tell me about uh, your family, mom and dad, uh, brothers and sisters, tell me, uh, tell me about your family. Yeah, so my mom, bro, you know, she, she, my dad left. He, he was, he was unfortunately, bro, in and out of prison for, for DWI, different stuff, bro. Since I've been like in the second group, I remember going in and out, maybe three times anyway. Um, so, so my mom, she was basically a single mom. You know what I mean? She raises three boys on her own. Um, two up until eighty six, eighty five, eighty six. Um, and then, you know, my little brother was born and, and she had us all three after that. Um, you know, my dad, like I said, my dad was gone, bro. So it was, it was two of them. Um, every once in a while I got, I had a stepsister, which is really my sister that came and lived with us. You know, she lived with us for, uh, 
couple years here and there, and then I had a cousin that came and lived with us. My mom raised her. Um, my mom kept her doors open to family, bro. That's one thing yeah. that I learned from my mom, bro. She, she, she did what she needed to do to make herself feel like she was doing it for her family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so she kept her door. It was her, it was a revolving door for family, bro. Okay. Um, but my mom raised us. That's where it was. My mom raised us. Okay. All right. Now, uh, one of the things that you know we talked about um, in the lead up and the prep. Uh, going into the interview is, um, and I, I know that's something that you really wanted to stress um, to folks, is overcoming obstacles. Were there any early childhood obstacles that um, that you guys had to overcome or that you had to overcome um, as a family? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so, bro, you... Yeah. So I listen, I'm not, bro, I'm not a political dude. You know what I mean? I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy, bro. But what I do, I'm a realist and I speak what I know, bro. You know what I've, what I've experienced, what I've been through. So, so like I said, uh, we were put in a situation, bro, where my dad, you know, struggled with alcoholism. You know, and yeah, everybody's got a choice, bro. But when, 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 when it's tough, when things are stacked against you, when you got like bricks on your back to begin with, bro, you know, the wrong choices are easier to make. You know what I mean? So right. he suffered for that. With that, in and out of prison, my mom suffered with crack. You know what I mean? That was put into our neighborhoods, bro. You know, I mean, it was it, again. We got choices, but when when you got a sick mom that's stressing, overweight, raising three boys, um, living in the projects, bro. You know what I mean? That's 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 you 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 sometimes turn to things that that, that give you an escape. You know what I mean? So, bro, we we had it rough growing up because. Like I said in the beginning, I always say, bro, you know, we had bricks stacked on our back, bro, tied to our backs from the get-go, right. which made it hard for us. You know what I mean? It, it makes it twice as hard for young people like us from the projects, from the hood, black dudes, black kids, to elevate out of the out of the out of the neighborhood that they grew up in. Not to mention, I had rich friends. You know what I mean? That I went to school with, but as we got older, our our, right. our friendships spread apart. I felt more comfortable with my people. I didn't want my rich fans coming over to my house and projects, bro. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I was in bed. Um, so, so I gravitated towards my people, and my people, unfortunately, bro, was in the streets. Um, so that's what I learned. You know what I mean? And that was the obstacle. That's the biggest obstacle that we faced, every, myself and everybody that I grew up with, was overcoming the streets, bro. Um and that was tough, bro, because there's still people right now to this day that, that have not overcome it that are that are my age. You know what I mean? I was blessed yeah. enough to wake up, um, you know, but, 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 you know, like Lauren Hill said, if I could save the world, bro, I'd, I'd, I'd free them all. You know what I mean? And that's Word the truth, up. bro. Word up. All right. That's some, that's some good information right there. Now, uh, I know... Uh, uh, I know your background, and it's something that we talked about. But before we get into that, I want to touch on just real quickly. Um, as you guys are moving around, um, can you tell me about some of the schools that you attended? Some of those elementary schools that you and your siblings attended uh, coming up there in yeah. Columbia. Park A was the main elementary, bro. We went to Park A, left, and came back. When I left, uh, yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so what? 
I left and came uh, when I left we went to Blue Ridge okay um, and I only went to, for a couple years maybe two three years then we went back to Parquet okay. uh, but Parquet was the elementary bro so it went from Parquet to West Junior um, and West Junior was, was where everything really kicked off at for me is West Junior bro okay and so I, I became I became something different between between Parkade and West Junior, I became somebody different. Became somebody different. Okay. Call a ambulance, Jamie been shot. Work with Kimmy, don't go, son, nigga, you my motherfucking heart. Stay still, son, don't move. Just think about people. Should be three in January, your young guard needs you. The ambulance is taking too long. Everybody get the fuck back. Excuse me, bitch, give me your jack. 1718-911, low battery. Damn, blood coming out his mouth. He bleeding badly. Nah, Jamie, don't start that shit. Keep your head up. If you escape hell, we getting fucked up. When we was eight, we went to bad day to see the gates. In 69, his father and mine, they robbed. Thanks. Mr. Man, Brother Red, and we're back with Jesse Brown with uh, what up, what up? season two of No Vultures, JB. And you left off talking about going from from elementary to junior high and how, how that change in your life occurred. And so I know your background. Um, if the folks didn't know, you know, JB and I, we played basketball together. First time I met him was well actually you know what I think did we I don't know if we had PE together but we used to play basketball at lunchtime. So I was thinking I was yeah. like okay I was like this little dude I was like okay he's gonna be a problem because that that was my thing you know sports is my thing so I was always always scoping out okay you know where's the competition well, I was like okay and then I saw your brother and then mm. I saw Mike and I was thinking like okay you know because I had heard you know. You know, everybody heard like, okay, there's a cat at Hick or at West, Michael Hickam, that is cold. And there were some cats that I went to school with. I remember Low Hickam and like Mike Cruz and Shannon Aiken. Yeah. I was cool with all them. Yeah. Bobo and them, because Bobo's my cousin, and they went to West Boulevard. So I knew them and they was like, Yeah, man, he's cold. This cat is the real deal. <laughs> and man, the first time I, the first time I saw him play, I was like, Yeah, this 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 dude right here is gonna be um, and, and I'm gonna put it out there. I'm not gonna say Cecil Estes level, but nah, he was, he was, but yeah, was but if good. you, yeah, but if you want to say somebody, you say, okay, the next guy that's gonna be D1, if he keeps his grades, definitely, you know, Mike was that dude, he was doing stuff, and the handle that was the thing for Absolutely. me, the handle, you know, he would just dribble circles around cats. And, you know, and then he had that beautiful finger roll. I remember Coach Whitney used to get mad when he would pearl on people because he always used to let you know want to do the basic layups. <laughs> and Mike used to have that move where he would flip it up and catch it and then pearl on you. <laughs> Coach Whitney used to get hot. Yeah. But you know that was one. You see, Mike was one of the first dudes that taught me if you were that cold, the coach will come off of some of his stuff to let you do what you do if you were that if you were that dude. Right. Because Coach Whitney, yeah. you would see him, and we learned as we got to him how he was, my way or the highway. But if you was that dude, yeah. like if you was that cold, he would take it. You know, he'd be like, yeah, I don't like it, but you better make it. <laughs> so long as you, <laughs> so, and he always made it. And so that leads up to, um, I think, at least for me, I, I noticed the change in you as far as just um, – you know, what happened to Mike, and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let you tell folks, you know, explain to us what happened to your older brother, Michael. 
Yes, yeah, so bro. You know, it, 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 like I said, leading up to uh, junior high, I was a regular kid. You know, I, I, I wanted to play sports. I ran track, played basketball, did whatever I could. We went and played in the and, park. And, JB and, had you know, wheels. You know what kids JB do. JB had wheels, people. For real. JB had wheels. <laughs> a threat. I'm telling now, you. Now, listen, that's really the first time we got y'all. Y'all, listen, y'all smoked us, but the first time we met was in Topeka, Kansas. We had a track meet. Oh, snap. And, oh, and, and okay, you okay. was on the relay team. I for- okay. Yes, sir. Y'all right. smoked. It was me. It was me. And- oh, you're breaking up a little bit, JB. Hey, how's Sean? With you. You don't remember. Oh. You had a head start on me before we even got to it. Okay, now now kick back and tell me that tell me that uh, your relay team again. Who who's on your relay team? It was me. Uh, I think it was me, Alshon, Marco, and uh, I forgot who the fourth one was, bro. Okay, but, but and, and we was on uh, we was in. Topeka. We was in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, I remember. We I remember. Yeah, I remember running in Topeka. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And that was probably. Yeah. I, I know Paul was with me, so probably Paul and Skyler, and either uh, was it Josh? Was, Wood? was it Josh? Wood? I don't remember, bro. I don't remember. That was before we really went to school together and hung out together. That well, was, you know which what? I, I always heard of you. Okay. How fast you was, but but I never had met. Man. Okay, you know what? I, that might have been me, Scott. That might have been me, Skyler, Corey Hayes, and Ryan Doxley. Because that I was think a yes, yeah, that might be who. That yeah, that yeah, Because yeah. see, we have because Ryan and Corey were younger than me and Skyler. So when me and Skyler moved up, we ended up getting Josh Wooden and Paul. But the original squad. Because that was like my West Junior dudes, and I knew Skyler from Fun City. And then we yeah, found I don't out think Josh was on that show. It probably was the other Yeah, it was team. Hayes. Yeah, it was Hayes and Doxley and then, and then uh, Skyler. Because I remember I met Skyler in Fun City, and then we found out we was cousins. Cause I told my dad, I was like, well, I know Doxley, and he knew uh, Corey Hayes, and he knew Ryan's mom too, Martha. And then I told him about uh, Skyler, and soon we got over to his house. He was like, boy, he goes, his mom was a crumb. He goes, that's your cousin. <laughs> That's it. That tells people about our little town that we from, Columbia. But go ahead, JB. We got sidetracked a little bit. But yeah, go ahead and tell us yeah. about Michael and then what happened. Yeah, so, bro, so like I said, going to the West Junior is my seventh grade year, bro. He was in, in the uh, in the in the tenth uh, grade, I think it was. Um, you know, it was one night in March, bro. Cold, cold night. I won't. I won't. You know, go into the whole story, bro. But right. you know, I, we was all out on the porch enjoying nice weather for a change. Uh, me, my mom, him, a couple of my uncles and cousins. Um, you know, I decided to go in the house to make some uh, French toast. It was, bro. Oh, nice. So and we was. It was. I say that again. I said nice. The French toast. <laughs> So, 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 yeah, I was on a French toast kick, but, but we was in the projects, bro. So it was a lot of people sitting out on like, what I mean, it was, it was what you did when the weather turned good. Yeah. Um, so, bro, I'm in the house cooking my French toast and he comes to the back door. Michael does, bro. And I could see he was out of breath. Um, and I'm unaware of anything that's going on. You know what I mean? When I left, everybody was kicking it on the porch. Um, and he looks down at his leg, bro, and his leg was like bulging. 
Um, wow. You know, like bulging. Um, and like I said, I did not know what was going on, bro. He had some. He had red jog pants on. I think it was whatever color it was. I couldn't tell it was blood. Right. Um, until uh, uh, until it started coming out of the bottom of his of his pants leg. He had jog pants on. Right. Um, I'm screaming. You know what happened? What happened? He's not talking at all. You know, he's not he's not saying nothing to me, not responding. But he's 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 looking at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he walks over and sits in the chair and I went outside where everybody's at. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm trying to figure out what happened, what's going on. And it's chaos, bro. I mean, it's absolute chaos outside. Like, bro, I step inside and not even 10 minutes goes by. And all hell breaks loose. Wow. You know, I think, you know, I, I really sometimes think God did that for Keep me out of the middle of it. You know what I mean? Right. Because if I'd have been in the middle, you know, I don't know if things would have been different, you know, or, or what would have happened. Um, I just, I don't think things would have fell the way, fallen the way that they fell, bro. But, right. but, but, you know, he sat in the chair and bled to death, bro. They hit it. What, what had happened, bro, is he had gotten to it as soon as I walked in. He got into it with these cats across the street. It was three of them. Um, him and my cousin got into it with him. Uh, my cousin pulled out a knife, um, and the dudes ran into their house and got a knife. My cousin walked away or went away, and the dudes ran up on my brother because he was the only one left over there, bro. And, oh, and they um, stabbed him in the leg, hit him, knocked him on the ground, stabbed him in the leg. They didn't try to kill him, bro. You know what I mean? It was if they were trying to kill him, they would have stabbed him in the chest. You know, right, or right, cut his right, throat. right. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty much just a, just a street fight gone bad. It was fighting, bro. And, and, you know, and listen, he, Michael, other than basketball, bro, what one thing that he was known for and, and growing up is fighting, bro. Hands. You know what I mean? I mean, Hands. he, he, he was I, a fighter. Bro. I witnessed Mike, um, I witnessed so, Mike serve somebody. I don't know who it was. Yes. I first... <laughs> Hand witness, oh. yeah, dropped my books and just watched. I'm like, man, this dude could be Sugar Ray Leonard, like hands, real hands. It, it was an art, bro. You know, he did it to me a couple of times to teach me, bro. So, so he, yes. he got the better of all the dudes, bro. You know, yeah. so, so of course they went to go get a knife, bro. And like I said, it was a, it was a freak accident the way it happened, but it happened, bro. He died. You know, he was 16 years old, bro. I was 14. Um, and I watched him bleed to death in, in my mama's arms, bro. You know, right there in my mama's arms, bro. So, so seeing something like that, bro, at 14, it, it changes you, bro. And that's where I changed, bro. You know, I, I really went from being the little brother and, and the guy that just wanted to go play in the park and, you know, hang out to, bro. I went full fledged into somebody totally different, into a monster, bro. I mean, literally into a monster, bro. Um, so that's what changed me, bro. That that night right there changed me for a very long time. Um, and, and I'm talking, you know, 10 years, man. I still suffer from the effect, but I'm getting better. You know what I mean? And now when you said that you changed, um, um, can you can you can can you describe um, the change as far as uh, maybe just in school uh uh, did your friends change? Uh, you know, wh what were some of the changes? I went full straight up gangster mode, bro. You know, I, I, I was, I was, I was in school. Literally, the next week, you know, after his funeral, with red rags hanging in my pocket, 
Um, you know what I mean? I just I took over basically from where I thought he left off at, bro. But I was I was a you know, and I t- I said t- to my little brother about this the other day. You know, when you got a protege, some of the stuff you keep from your protege because you don't want them to know some things. But they, right. the protege sees the the perfect. You know what the I mean? Stuff, so when your protege stuff. is, they want to be better than that perfect part, bro. So I wanted to be, you know, what I seen him as. I wanted to be be that. But 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 maybe a little bit better, or a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Right. Well, this was in the nineties when. When, when, when Crips and Bloods and Gangs was full fledged, I'm talking, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was full fledged. Um, so, you know, that's when my trouble began, bro. I, you know, fighting and, you know, that's basically what I started out doing is we were, you know, in school fighting, um, you know, d- d- stealing and robbing that kind of thing. You know, just, I just didn't, I didn't care, bro, or value, um, my childhood, because I felt like, you know, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I really felt like my childhood got robbed from it. You know what I mean? It got stolen that night, bro. So so when I when I say change, bro, it changed me into somebody that did not care about 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 where I was headed or who who I would harm to 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 get out of my way. You know what I mean? I hurt a lot of people, bro. You know what I mean? I hurt a lot of people, not only physically but mentally too, because I didn't care at all. You know, the main person I hurt back then was my mom and that that really killed me. And we'll go into that later on, bro, but that really killed me to see how much I hurt her after she had already lost one son. You know what I mean? And then for her to witness what I went through, you know? Um so, bro, it changed me into somebody that just did not care, bro. Not at all. Okay, and, and, and you know that's interesting that you mentioned uh, that you you know was you know just went full you know hard in the streets, and you mentioned the '90s, and I think that um, and I can I can be honest for myself, um, I lived in a bubble because um, I you know the life that you're talking about was almost foreign to me. And, you know, we talked off air earlier. You know, I told you the lesson that you taught me about being a stand-up dude. Um, and, you know, I'll share with the folks if you don't mind the story. <laughs> it's a funny one, but we were in seventh grade play, playing basketball. And, hey, you got to get them grades to play. And my locker partner, what's up, Rick? Uh, he uh, hooked me up with the answers because we had Miss Metter. And anybody who went to West Junior and had Miss Metter, you knew this woman was legendary. She did not play with her life science remember she used to do that mastery learning where if you got an 80 that was considered oh, yeah. a C and like you know literally she was, was giving cats F's and I'm like hold up I got like a like 68 that's not an F it's an F in my class this lady did not play <laughs> <laughs> so Rick passed the test he gave me a Scantron JB's like hey let me see it so He's looking, I'm looking, we I get pop. I'm salty about it. Um, so and I you know, and you got and folks, you gotta remember, JB's talking about living a lifestyle where you learn in the streets a lot faster about life Early. and growing up and a code Early. of ethics. Even amongst wolves and thieves, there's a code of manhood and things that you do. I had no I'm a little I'm gonna be honest, I was a punk ass seventh grade. I had no clue, you know, and JB's on a whole nother level. So I'm like, well, man, it's Jesse. If he hadn't got me to show him, I wouldn't even have got caught. So she's like, well, I caught you. 
So, so she goes, I got my eye on him. So eventually word gets back to JB, then I ratted him out. He sends his bulls, my cousin Sean. <laughs> That's my boy, bro. Dude, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, and hey, that's fam. And you know what? But it was a good lesson because I remember my brother. I told him I was like, "Man, it's some bullshit." He's mad at me, and, and you know, I'm like, "Hey, I'm you know, I'm the one hooking him up. I should be mad at him." He goes, "No, y'all was both doing dirt. So if you both do dirt, if one of you get caught, just shut up." He goes, "You would have had a lot more respect, and and you know, you wouldn't have had them issues if you had just manned up." And it took me a little bit of time until I got, honestly, until I got into high school when I started really noticing. And that's when you really started noticing where, and we'll get into this, where, you know, how school puts us people of color against each other. That's right, bro. That's and, right. And, and, you know, and I know Miss Meadow, she wasn't doing that then because that lady, she was just about her science. <laughs> that's all right. But, but I, you know, it, it, it struck me when I had a coach ask me to go right out. You remember, you know, Tui. That's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's he, my boy. Yeah, I know. I, and I remember I had a coach ask me because Tui, I think PD, Tui, Sharon, uh, Turk, yeah, that's, the whole crew. That's Oh. Them niggas went downstairs to shake some dice during team yeah. sports. And, of course, he going to send me, oh, hey, Joey, go down there and see. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not finna go down there and rat out on them niggas. So what I did is I went and ran across the street to Burger King, got me something to eat, and came back. <laughs> and kept it moving. But I thought about you because I was like, this is the shit that JB's talking about, like why he was mad at me. Because... Hey, man, hey, if you're doing dirt, man, like, and my brother, you know, told him, my brother Tone was like, no, he's right. He goes, he should have whooped your ass for that shit because, <laughs> you know, you was wrong. Y'all both doing dirt, and then, you know, one of you get popped, you, you know, and that's one thing, young people, y'all need to learn to be solid. So, JB, thank you, you for that lesson. <laughs> Word up. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that, was a real, that was a real life lesson I got from an OG. <laughs> All right, now, JB, now, you said you made the change. Tell us about gang life in Columbia, Missouri, because that's something I'm very interested in, because I honestly, you know, you know, I saw you guys with, you know, wearing the, the rags and the beepers and stuff, and I'm like, man, come on, man, this ain't L.A., like, this is Columbia, Missouri, but it's it was real. Tell people about, tell us about the 90s and, and that, that culture back then. Bro, so, you know, it started out like, like, that. you know, like we wasn't, it wasn't shooting and killings every day like LA, you know what I mean? Or like, right. like big city. But right. it, it, that's, that's the way it started then in LA, you know what I mean? It wasn't shootings and killings every day when Crips and Bloods first started. It gravitated to that point, bro. So, you know, we started out, bro, and I can I can honestly say, bro, you know, I was one of the one of the one of the first groups. You yeah. know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. and, and I yeah. there, the, yeah. there, there was cats that came from Kansas City called Two Her Posse, bro. My brother was with them. And that was really the first bloods that I encountered. Okay. Um, and that was when the movie um, um, Colors came out. Yes. Bro, and it, it was just, listen, it was just like the movie, bro. So, you know, that's what I inspired to be, bro. So, so yeah, we walking around with red rags hanging out of our pockets, our hats cocked to the left. I mean, you know, I can show you pictures, fully red everything. You know yeah. what I mean? I remember, I remember you all had, 
them red fucking dope mans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I've ever used to bump that DJ quick in ninth grade. DJ. Boy, that motherfucking boy JV, you was the first one I had that quick, boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I yeah. love the music. So Dude, I, bro, that's where. Go ahead. That's where we really started. Is 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 West Junior? You know what I mean? Just representing what we was, bro. You know, and then it gravitated to we started fighting for what it was. You know what I mean? Fighting for our side, bro. Um, and then it gravitated to something a lot, you know, a lot deeper than that, bro. You know, which you know we can talk about a little bit, but but you know it got deep, bro. People lost lives and shit. You know what I mean? It got deep, bro. And it's and it's even deeper now. And I feel bad because it's something that I started, bro. But it's way deeper now than I even have ever ever encountered when I was in. You know what I mean? It's just it's just one of those things, bro, that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have been able to come out on the other side of it. Um, I'm embarrassed that I was a part of it, but it made me who I am. You know what I mean? And I stood tall in the, in the middle of it. You know what I mean? And that's that's, you know, I, I am proud of that. I'm proud of that part. Word up. OK, well, I'll tell you what, that's a perfect segue. So we're, we're up against our, our next break. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come right back. And this is your man, Big Red, with JB, Jesse Brown. This is No Vultures. <laughs> 